Is this it? Do we finally know who Jack the Ripper was? I mean, I love a good mystery, but even I have lost count of how many times someone has come out and said, all right, we've done it. We've solved the mystery of who Jack the Ripper was. And yet this latest story might actually be it. Let's find out why that is. Sarah Bax Horton is the author of One-Armed Jack Uncovering the Real Jack the Ripper. And oh, by the way, she's also a descendant of an investigator who worked on the Jack the Ripper case. Sarah joins us now. Hi, Sarah. Hello, and thank you for the invitation. Well, thank you so much for coming here. Have you always been fascinated by this? Is this like a family thing? So I was unaware before 2017 that I had a police ancestor who worked on the Jack the Ripper case and I made the chance discovery through family history research. I was so thrilled that I decided to conduct my own investigation into the case and I decided to write my book, One-Armed Jack. Okay, and what is the book all about? Tell me about what your discovery has been. To my surprise, I discovered that the police of the day, mainly CID Chief Robert Anderson, claimed to have categorically solved the Jack the Ripper case without the shadow of a doubt. And Anderson published his findings in a memoir in 1910, and he also went public in newspaper interviews. However, he declined to name the man in question. Much information from Anderson and brother officers was documented at the time, and claiming that the man was an East living in the immediate vicinity of the murder locations in Whitechapel in London, uh, living on the poverty line. There was no doubt whatever as to his identity. Uh, He started to kill when what was called the mania or paroxysms uh, took him over. And he ended when he was admitted into what was called at that time a lunatic asylum. And the reason why he was never charged or convicted of his crimes was because uh, of a reluctant witness who refused to testify against him in court. Is this the same witness then who provided what is thought to be the only known kind of composite drawing of Jack the Ripper? So the witness is believed to be a man called uh, Joseph Lavender, who saw the Ripper accost his fourth victim in the centre of London and uh, later provided uh, considerable information to the police about him. And in terms of what the Ripper looked like, there were many eyewitness accounts of people who saw the Ripper either accosting the women or running away from the crime scene afterwards. And the consensus was that it was a man aged around 35, of medium height and build, between 5 foot 5 and 5 foot 8 inches tall, stout and broad-shouldered, with a full face and dark brown hair. Speaking colloquially, 
English in a mild and hesitant voice and with a stiff arm and unusual shuffling walk with bent knees. And it's these physical characteristics that I've been able to link to my prime suspect, Chaim Hyams, an East End cigar maker who suffered from severe epilepsy, severe alcohol withdrawal syndrome, and was also later certified insane. And Hyams had this irregular gait and asymmetric foot dragging, which was seen by witnesses at the time. And he was considered to be violent after his epileptic seizures, which might explain the periodic nature of his crimes. So you talked about linking this with those irregular kind of physical traits. Why, why wasn't that done before? Why hasn't anybody done that before? Basically, the medical files on Chaim Hyams were only released to the public in 2013 and 2015, which is 100 years after his death in 1913. And this was done for data protection and privacy reasons. So a lot of this information hasn't been in the public domain. But I also believe that owing to the myth that has developed that the case was never solved, I believe that many people didn't believe that it was capable solving and that the information was out there. But I have found the information to exist and I have discussed it in my book, which was published in August. So you believe this is definitive? I believe it's definitive because in 135 years, nobody else has made an identification of Jack the Ripper that is based on physical and psychological evidence that is documented and which can be demonstrated. And in that period of time, I believe that serendipity has led me to these discoveries, not least perhaps because I'm a descendant of an officer who worked on the case. And it's very important to me to do him the honour that I've done in writing my book. So what were you able to gather about Chaim Hyams, the person that you believed was Jack the Ripper? Is it not, is it not difficult to find information all these years later? Because his medical files are now publicly available, they reveal a manner of information about him, including um, his age, height and weight, and physical appearance, which, as I've mentioned, do match the eyewitness accounts of the Ripper, and as do the physical characteristics of this um, stiff left arm and very irregular gait or way of walking, which was observed. As I said, he had severe epilepsy and was violent after sitting over a period of days. And when he was uh, in secure medical facilities, an ongoing record was made of his behaviour he attempted to attack his wife who visited him and he's already made uh, two possibly uh, murderous attacks on his wife before being admitted. He suffered from paranoia. He believed that his food was poisoned, that his wife and the doctor had somehow caused his epilepsy, which came on in adulthood. 
and he had a documented terror of the police whom he believed were following him. And with some irony, I note that the City of London police claimed to have had Jack the Ripper under surveillance for a three-month period, and Haim Hyams was at liberty for a three-month period between January and April 1889, which may correlate to that period of observation. So as you can see, there's a plethora of very interesting information about this particular prime suspect. There, you said with this particular prime suspect. I mean, there have been quite a few suspects in history, haven't there? Indeed. It probably goes into the hundreds. And in different degrees of credibility, from the more credible local men living in Whitechapel uh, with particular criminal behaviour and so on, to the less credible of uh, Queen Victoria's grandson and uh, the famous artist Walter Sickert and so on. Uh, So I understand that all suspects have to be dealt with uh, with a a degree of um, real analysis as to what is being brought to the table by proposing such an individual. Well, it's a fascinating story. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you so much. That is Sarah Bax Horton. Sarah is the author of One-Armed Jack Uncovering the Real Jack the Ripper. She also happens to be a descendant of an investigator who worked on the Jack the Ripper case. And she believes that with the kind of physical uh, and medical traits that she's been able to trace, that she has figured out who Jack the Ripper actually is.